Well, hello everybody, welcome to the latest episode of the Baggies broadcast. It's episode 17. It's the Cab 2 at the moment, soon to be joined uh, to make it a Cab 3, hopefully. I'm your host, Nathan Judah. I'm here with West Brom reporter Matt Willis. We're going to have Andy Turton, digital journalist himself, coming in very, very soon. Matt, how are you? What's happening? I thought things could get no worse after Wednesday and Valentine's episode. What is going on? Yeah, I mean, we. what did we say last week? We said, um, oh, it's been a crazy few days. They could put it behind them now. I mean, we're only. I think we said we're only halfway through the week, so it could get even crazier. But I don't think anybody really predicted that it was going to get as crazy as it as it did. Um, yeah, obviously, on I think it was around Friday morning that these reports started coming out of Spain that um, you know um, four Albion players may have allegedly been involved in some sort of incident with a taxi. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of my Friday before Alan Podge's press conference was spent ringing up people in Barcelona and uh, your Spanish accent is excellent everybody can well I was listening a few other people listening I thought it was superb thank you very much yeah excellent um, or gracias I should gracias, say gracias yes <laughs> uh, yeah my, well my Spanish is you know not not as strong as my English so <laughs> it, were, it was it was do, do you speak English it was slightly difficult but um, but yeah you know, eventually this this came out and then obviously the club themselves um, confirmed that they, they were um, opening an internal investigation and then we went and saw Pardew, and that was an interesting press conference, to say the least. Yeah. I mean, it finished, it was quite fun because it finished with um, press officers saying, does anybody want to uh, have any questions about the game? To which a room, <laughs> right. a room full of journalists shook their heads and said, not really. <laughs> I mean, at that stage, it, I mean, that stage, just to let, you know, give people an idea of what, what had taken place. I mean, the, the players had flown back in the morning. They touched down about lunchtime. They didn't touch down at half one in the morning, as has been reported by Talk Sport and other places. I don't right. know where that rumour has come from. Actually, I do know where it's come from. I think Pardew said, oh, we got back at half one. And then we got back to the training ground at half one in the afternoon. Right. Um, and some people have taken that as half, half one in the morning. morning. So it's, I mean, Better story, though. Yeah, but it's not true. I know, but don't let truth get in the way of a good story. Uh, Come on, we're a journalist. Well, to be honest, mate, there's enough truth flying around. <laughs> yes, that's very that true. Is, that, that, <laughs> you don't need to make it up at the moment. It's absolutely crazy. So, Pardew was supposed to be doing his... Um, Pardew was, was taking training in the afternoon. He was supposed to be doing his press conference at half three. Mm-hmm. But it kept dragging on and on, and it got to half four. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, people are thinking, well, what's happened? Yeah, what's happened? Yeah. Uh, is it going to be Pardew that comes out? Well, exactly. That was that, that was the uh, Those were the concerns. But he did come out, and fair play to him for fronting up. I mean, he couldn't have done anything else, but he did, He did. you know, he was basically there for a kick-in. Yeah. Um, lots and lots of probing questions about what took place in Barcelona, where does it leave him, his future at the club as well. And he admitted that he was under. He was now under serious pressure. Mm-hmm. But then, obviously, we speak about that for about 15, 20 minutes. And yeah. then, does anybody want to, Then the question comes, does anybody want to talk about the game? Well, by this point, it's five o'clock. Yeah. Everybody's got plans got for the evening. places to go to. A lot of the Midlands journals are heading off to the Leicester game. Right. So everyone says, nope. Nope. And uh, Pardew's like, okay, thanks, guys, and walked out. So, wow. um, it, I mean, he didn't storm out or anything. You know, he did, he did give everybody a chance to ask all the questions I should yeah. hasten to add. I, I, I've said it before on here, but I think he does deal with the media quite well. Yeah. Um, it's just, you know, his decision-making in the last few weeks is, for me, it's just, he's got a lot of things wrong. And right. uh, I think this trip... This whole trip has been it was a farce to Barcelona. Is this, is this come from Pardew, this trip then? Yes. This, yeah, it was right. his idea. Because he, he, he cancelled the Christmas party, if you remember. And he, they hadn't done anything socially. 
uh, together. And he, and he thought, look, we we need something. We need some team spirit. We need to do something together to to get us going. So it's like, right, we'll, we'll organise this trip. But the, the thing for me that that really annoys me is that they they booked it before the Liverpool game because they thought, well, we won't get through that. Mm-hmm. So then we'll have a good two weeks, and we can go out to Barcelona for ten days and have a proper, you know, re- relaxing time with some with. Get some training. Have some downtime, but also have some training. Yeah. They beat Liverpool, mm-hmm. and that they should have shelved the uh, the trip then. But yeah. um, they decided to go ahead with it, and it was three days out in Barcelona, which isn't enough time. And for me, I thought that focused, you know, the the party, the partying, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, it's like, right, we've only got three nights out here. In, yeah. We've got to go crazy, and maybe that's what happened to a certain extent. Um, and then I also thought Pardew made a mistake on Saturday playing Barry and Evans. Mm. I think he should have made a statement mm. been a bit stronger and he should have he should have dropped them from the team. I thought it was weak, uh, weak management there. And it sends the wrong message to the rest of the squad. You know, basically, if you're good enough, do what you like. Um, and, you know, for, for me, whatever you thought about Pulis, at least, you know, his his strict you know, disciplinarian approach was carried out. You know, Pardew... I understand why Pardew was brought in after Pulis mm. because it was sort of chalk, chalk and cheese. You mm. you had you know the the disciplinarian and then the guy who was your mate. Yeah. But I think what's happened is that the, it's almost gone too far, mm-hmm. and I don't. I I think now there are serious question marks over whether the senior players, particularly in that squad, uh, respect him. I mean, do you think he's in trouble? Do you, do you think he could go between now and the season? Of course he is. Yeah, he has to be. I mean, he's taken a team that was above the relegation zone <coughs> to uh, five points adrift and seven points from safety. Um, they're now not. They're now out of the FA Cup. They're out of the FA Cup, but someone's coming in the room. It's uh, Andrew Turton, digital journalist and West Brom extraordinaire fan. Andrew Turton in the house. I'm not bringing an FA Cup, uh, <laughs> but I'm bringing a Greg's Cup. A Greg's Cup. Good? Yeah, that's that. So yeah, he has to be in trouble for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Andy, we're just talking about whether Pardew is under pressure, um, and he has to be because of where the club were when he arrived, where they are now, the fact that the the, the boards that hired him have gone. We, you know, we don't know what Jenkins thinks of him. He did back him in his program notes, yeah. which was interesting, um, but that was written before the Barcelona episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know what Lai really thinks of uh, of, the, of all this latest um, shenanigans, and he probably does not enjoy the fact that his club is now a laughing stock. Um, and on top of you know, on top of that, you've got Pardew. I, I, you know, it was his idea to go to Spain. Um, I just, I just think, yeah, it's he's he's, he's certainly in trouble. I'm not saying he's going to go. Mm. But I think Huddersfield is a massive, oh. massive game, well, and we'll get onto that later because I mean that that is that is literally, if the season hasn't been broken already, make or break. But from from an Albion fan point of view, when you heard about these allegations and the taxi four etc. on on Thursday slash Friday, what 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 are your thoughts? What's going on? What's going on in your head? If I had any hair left, I would have tore it out. I really would. Um, <laughs> Just massively disappointed. I mean, uh, you know, uh, it, it, it's been such a sort of 
tough period that we've gone through as a club mm. uh, it, and the performances haven't quite been there and then I just feel that I feel let down massively let down by senior players that should have known better I mean I'm not a killjoy I'm, I'm, I'm fully aware people need to relax chill out you know, there was nothing wrong with, you know, a couple of glasses of wine, a couple of beers after a meal, mm-hmm. you know, being away. But these are players who are out till six in the morning, you know, and and whatever shenanigans actually went on uh, during that period. I just I, I just feel massively sort of, you know, disappointed at a, a group of players that should have known better, really. And look, like, of course, players get up to misdemeanors. I mean, it's just a fact. And then the way that social media is today, it gets emphasised tenfold, twentyfold. But the players that were involved, I mean, goodness me. I mean, you've got your club captain. You've got, you've got uh, allegedly, the most, uh, the most professional person in, in, in football in Gareth Barry. I mean, I'm just absolutely shocked and appalled. Yeah, but you've got to, rem- you've got to put yourself in, um, in that position of, of OK, this, so this is a trip abroad. And actually, you speak, you speak to people at, um, you know, I've spoken to people at other clubs who were involved in the academies and stuff like that, and... The, who have gone away on these sort of trips and, and whatnot. And apparently it is always, you know, the family men, they're away from the kids, <laughs> they're away from the, their wives, and they get an opportunity to let their hair down. And they, and they you know, because it's been a few years since they've done it, they go overboard. Um, whereas if you've got someone young, like, I, you know, I'm trying to think, um, Oliver Burke, who might not have, you know, any, any ties at all, and, you know, he could probably... As long as long as as long as there's as long as there's not a game coming up in the next few days, he can go out and drink. Can't you know, not drink? But he can go out and enjoy. But himself. there's having a drink and there's there's messing about and there's having you know and there's maybe breaking a curfew because you, you you know you've had you've had one too many and you're in at twelve and you came in at four smashed. But but there's that and there's and there's nicking a taxi outside of Mac there Jones. is I mean, there is. I would say that we that we've got no there's there's been no allegations or proof that they were drunk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now I think people have let. To that okay. conclusion, um, you know, and that's obviously a whole different kind of fish. If you're drunk, if you're drink driving, that's that's even that's even mm-hmm. more serious. I should say allegedly nicking a taxi. Allegedly. But, you know, this yeah. is this is it, it's not good, is it, for a team that, that are rock bottom yeah. of the Premier League? Who you know, all eyes are going to be mm-hmm. on them, whether they're in Barcelona or, or, yeah. or in West. But, the, but what I was going to say is that you know, if you're getting McDonald's at five in the morning, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've never done that without without. without Oh, we've all had a McDonald's at five in the morning, Matt. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but I know I have, but I've never done it sober. Have you not walked through a drive-thru before and ordered? Not, through a drive-thru? Not sober? No, no, I don't think I am, man. What's your order? What's your go-to order? At Mackey's? Yeah, if you had to have anything, what would you go for? Uh, I'd probably cross the road and go KFC. Oh, not, 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 not today. <laughs> not today, the KFC. Have you not heard about it? Sure. I have, yeah. The it's big close. news. The big it's, news it's is huge. They've run out of chicken. They've run out of chicken. There's a chicken shortage in Wolverhampton. <laughs> There's fried chicken fans so, just aghast around the city centre at the so moment. the only thing you can get is Kentucky beans. Beans. No, no, the little pot of baked beans <laughs> oh, yeah. and a corn oh, on the cob. Yeah. <laughs> corn on the cob. Maybe a coleslaw. Cheers. Yeah, yeah, yeah coleslaw. Oh, no, dear. this is it. But. Um, Mackey's, what would I go for? I'd probably go for... Have you heard about the, the secret menu? No. Oh, what? I like to think that they went for the secret menu because what, allegedly what the guys were ordering was four Big Macs and four chicken burgers. Right. right? Now, anybody that knows... Um, their Mac- McDonald's secret menu, I believe. What? This is new to me. I believe that's called a McGangbang, I think. Oh, wow. What? I don't know. I really don't know. Really? So you put a chicken burger with, the, with wow. the beef burger. I don't know if it's a big one. You- might be a quarter pounder, but you put them together and you have like this ultimate combo. I never meat. thought I'd get Matt Wilson 
Matt, Matt Wills underscore star saying McDonald's gangbang on this show, but that is top draw. That's unbelievable. Yeah. Now I'm not. No, look, the, we have to stress this is all alleged. They might, they might have just they might been, have ordered nuggets. They might, no, they might have just got a Big Mac. They might have been even eating them separately. I don't know if they've. But the thing is, they didn't even eat them because they drove up. All yeah, <laughs> you true, got yeah. to have gone that far and not got your Mackies at the end. I know. That what taxi thinking? driver lost a car but gained four massive burgers. <laughs> Yeah, he did, yeah. He's about, about well, I was going to say, about one and a half euros out of pocket. It's so cheap, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, so th- so that's happened. They've, they've come back, and uh, if they were going to repair any of the damage, or even a, a minuscule bit of the damage that had taken place in the last couple of days, you thought they'd put on it, put in an effort and put on a bit of a show on Saturday. And, and that first half, I mean, they lost it there, didn't they, Matt? I mean, that is... I'm just so disappointed for the fans. The first half would have been dreadful anyway in a normal week. But after what had happened, and after you know all the question marks of it, oh, is this going to affect them? Are they going to be tired? I personally thought it was absolutely disgraceful and unacceptable performance. Um, only a few players really stood out as as even caring. You know, James McLean and Gregor Krakowiak were trying to get something going. It just wasn't really working. Now, they all improved after the break. Apart from one player, actually, Gareth Barry, who got progressively worse. Uh, he just he was misplacing passes. Not been a good week for Gareth. I mean, he was off the pace. I mean, listen, he's thirty-seven this month, and perhaps um, that this was just normal fatigue from um, you know from a, from a series of games. But you can't ignore the fact that two or three nights beforehand he was out till six a.m. Mm-hmm. I just don't see how that is good preparation. I just don't see why on earth. He and actually Evans as well were picked. I mean, Evans played quite well actually, but I don't see why they were picked. They didn't need to be picked. They could have, Pardew could have made a statement, left them out of the squad completely. It's the FA Cup, and mm-hmm. I know I, I know I've banged on on here, especially about how much I love the FA Cup and how much we should take it seriously. But actually, if he'd have made a statement and then brought them back in for the Huddersfield game, I think fans would have accepted that. If you play them, you have to win. And they didn't win. And they didn't. I, I, I know that we mentioned that how important it was. The cup run could have a galvanising effect. But I think, you know, after this week, it, it, you know, it was clear priority sort of had to, had to be with the Huddersfield game. So I wouldn't have took it. You know, there, there was no need to be playing a full-strength team or, or in any sense having those two in, in giving it the perception that you were putting in sort of a, your strongest team available. That's the thing. You, the perception that you're taking it seriously when you've just been in Barcelona Barcelona for three nights, getting with everything going on. That wasn't, you know. But th- that's the, that's the thing. They did, they didn't take it seriously because of the, because of the way that they they built built up to the game. So don't try and pretend that you were taking it seriously mm. by putting out a full strength side. It's just it's you can see through it and it's it's, it's wrong. But if, you, if you're Alan Pardew and and you know he obviously lost his jacket, lost his wallet, lost a lot of things as well. I mean, goodness me, and this was literally calamitous calamitous trip. But. Uh, if you're on Pardew, like goodness me, look what's going on. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm on the chopping block here now. If I'm thinking, if I'm thinking not selfishly, but I'm thinking, goodness me, I'm going to have to get some results here. My livelihood could be at stake. I'm going to pick the best team, regardless mm. of what's going on or not. Yeah, he has been unlucky. We've been through this. You know, he took the job and he and he and he did think and he thought, yeah, there's a group of players here that I can get some good some stuff out of. And at some point, you do have to look at the players. Mm-hmm. You, and criticise them and, and, and you know scrutinise them and I don't think we should forget that he's been let down by the players mm. here. now whether he has uh, through his own actions manifested that situation we don't know you know yeah. we don't know exactly what was said you know we're hearing conflicting reports one from the man himself that he mm-hmm. sent them a 12am curfew 
other sources are saying that he was with them and said, and then just said when he left them at around about twelve, he said, "Don't do anything stupid, but enjoy yourselves." Mm. So we're hearing conflicting reports, and we don't really exactly know what was going on unless we were unless we were there. Mm. Um, so we don't know whether he manifested that um, situation, but I and he, ha- I think I, th- I think we have to we do have to look at the players because they have let him down and they have um, you know consistently not just off the pitch but also on it as well at times you know in the past few weeks especially in front of goal I do I think the performances I, I, I'm got to stick up for Pardew in some ways you know I feel like he has been severely let down by sort of you know the players not not you know being with him buying into it and 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 this week showed for mm. for a strange reason, you know, he shouldn't feel like he's got to babysit players and tell them he must be inside by eleven o'clock. Mm. I mean, you know, these are grown men. You, you you know what the situation is, don't you? Yeah, well, but do not think he by coming in, and I think it's sort of a cocktail of of situ, You know, what's happened is Pulis, who would have had a very strict regime, left. Pardew was meant to come in and be, you know, a breath of fresh air and get them all together and get the team spirit up but it's gone I for me I think it's gone too far the, the other way and now there now there's chaos and there's no um discipline at all mm. and these players should be completely criticized for for overstepping the mark and especially if they, what is alleged that they did that if that's true then yeah absolutely but has Pardew sort of bred that situation well, I think that they shouldn't have gone, and if it was his call to go, I think it's a ridiculous call. I mean, I don't, I don't know why they couldn't have played, st- stayed the week here, built up, played this game, and then gone Saturday night out of Birmingham City or out of Birmingham Airport or something, and, and had a good week before the Huddersfield game, where it's when the real nitty gritty starts. I don't see why, rather than going on the Monday night and giving themselves a bit of a weekend, but I, I, th- I think it's an absolute, it's an absolute mess. And you know, end of the day, when people are paying good money to see these players play and they're coming off the pitch and they're coming into the country Friday, they might have to go back to Spain. We don't know. Do you know what I mean? They might have to face more questions. Know, you've put something out today, well, Matt. Yeah. What's the latest on, on the situation? Well, we, apparently the, the case has is, is been shelved. Not officially completely dropped, but, you know, it, it basically I think it boils down to the fact that the taxi driver doesn't want to uh, press charges. Um, so they probably look like they're going to escape any sort of punishment from the Spanish authorities um, or you know they're probably not going to have to go to court and, and, and answer the charges because you know what happened was although it on the face of it it amounts to something serious I think uh, I, I think what perhaps the way it's been almost described to me is that you know the, the hotel was just around the corner and they just got well they may may have just got impatient and 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 you know, jumped in the front and driven it round and, and then left it there. Um, but for me, that's a, such a blatant disregard for another man's livelihood mm. and well-being. And I, it just smacks of spoilt footballers Sp- who are used to getting what they want all the time. That's what I don't and like about it. Yeah, you know, I, yeah, I don't like that sort of side mm. to it. You know, it feels like it's a you know looking down on a bit of a sort of common man mm. situation. It, it just. That's what sort of gets it for me, but yeah, that poor bloke. Yeah, for three hours, <laughs> he's he's queuing at them to get him a bloody burger. For God's sake, you know what I mean? It's not as if he's gone off and you know said, "Oh, I just need to pop in and go and see the missus or whatever." It's not like a... he's he's doing them, he's doing them a favour because yeah. they. Oh, anyway, right. Let's take some questions, peeps, because we could be here all day and um, we haven't got loads of time. So there's there's loads of questions. So let's just um, discuss them. Maybe have a minute or two on each, and um, and we'll move on. Okay, Martin Hutchinson asks if and when West Brom go down. 
What state financially will the club be in? Could the club compete with the biggest spenders in the Championship? Would the board want to compete? Good question. Uh, yeah, they'll be able to compete because they'll have the parachute payments from the Premier League. Um, obviously, we, we haven't had, we haven't got an insight into Albion's accounts for this season. But I think it's quite interesting that Mark Jenkins has been brought back in because he was always uh, an accountant first and foremost rather than a football man. And he always ran alongside Jeremy Peace. Him and Peace ran ran a quite a tight ship, it has to be said. You know, they, they established the club in the Premier League and turned a profit every year. I wonder whether all the spending in the summer and you know taking on Daniel Sturridge's wages as well, whether what position Goodman and Williams have left the club in. I'm not saying they've left it in a bad position. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying it's interesting that Jenkins has come back. And I wonder if that is um, lie saying, look, we need to tighten up the finances here because um, you're spending all the money and mm-hmm. we're bottom the table. So yeah. I understand, whereas in the previous regime, they were spending less than all the money and, and you were 10th. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dean Walton, I saw these kicking around yesterday as well. Talks of Harry Redknapp, Mark Hughes. What's, uh, what's a, I said, they said, don't even think about Harry Redknapp or Mark Hughes. I mean, Turtle, you see, you see a couple of names banded around. The, what, uh, sort of, you know, the rumour mill suddenly kicks into gear, mm-hmm. doesn't it? You know, where are Pardew's futures on the line and everything? You know, who's going to replace him and that? I mean, do you want any more instability at the moment? You know, I mean, and, and, and these sort of names... Harry Redknapp will probably cap off the week, by the way. You know what I mean? Well, it's... Considering what Redknapp did down the road at Blues, yeah. I would be incredibly surprised if he was installed at West Brom. Also, considering how frugal uh, Jenkins is, I cannot see him going for Redknapp. I, I just cannot see it happening. And we're talking about a situation that actually, you know, might not, might not need to happen because although Pardew is, you know, sort of under pressure and on the brink and you know you know things continue to go sour it could be the end of him actually Albin hands him a two and a half year contract and they might it might get to the stage where they think look we just need to stick with him for the for the rest of the season see if he can get some results I mean as I said earlier it all hinges on Huddersfield in in, in many ways because if he loses that then all bets are off yeah (laughs) Okay, uh, London Baggies. Um, a back four of Evans, Hagazi, Gibbs, and Dawson seems to be the first choice, but also appears to leak goals whenever it plays. We kept clean sheets at the start of the season with Dawson in the middle. Would you consider going back to that? Um, yes, because I think Dawson's a good centre back, but I must admit those clean sheets at the start of the season one was against Bournemouth at home, who were dreadful, and one was against Burnley when they had 20 shots and none on target. So. I, as much as I love Dawson and I think he, he, he could do a job at centre-back and I, and, I'm, and I hope eventually he does move there one day to fulfil his dream um, I, I personally think that the, the back four that he read out beforehand is probably the strongest Okay, Ian Griffiths and, and I, think, I think if this kid was so unlucky not to be starting at Southampton given what happened before why is Sam Field not starting games? I think probably he's, he's, he's settled a little bit on Barry and Krakowiak in the middle. By and large, they've been playing better. Certainly, Krakowiak's performances have been markedly improved. So, I think it just squeezed Field out. We could have argued, I mean, we've both, we've both said it here, you know, that, that Barry could have uh, had a rest and, and been dropped and, uh, and, and Field coming at the weekend. But I think that Field's just been sort of sidelined just because of the performances at the minute, you know, but... I'd agree with that. Uh, it's Barry and Krakowiak have been playing well. Mm-hmm. That's the reason. Um, now I, I I agree with Turks. I think Field should have, should have started on Saturday instead of instead of Barry. And actually, if you know, you could you could make a case for 
following that performance for starting them against Huddersfield. Yeah. Mark Colley, Pardew needs to be released at the end of the season and the managers in the lower leagues um, who are successful should be considered, i.e. Paul Hurst, um, Paul Cook or Dean Smith. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I think if you, if it's going to be a debacle towards the end of the season and we've really slipped down and we're, we're really cut adrift and get relegated, then it's going to really be hard for Pardew to keep his job, mm. to be honest. So. Luke Pollard, latest on Jay Rodriguez, which is another problem that Albion have got. Yeah, well, he's been granted an extension by the FA to, to get his um, to get his response into the charge, and I, I, I think he's um, well. No, I know he's um, you know he's getting a QC and a lawyer to, to decide exactly what the best way to do it is, and um, I'm sure he's going to fight it with every you know with every ounce that he can because mm-hmm. he still completely categorically denies the. The you know the charge which is um, of uh, racial abuse. So mm-hmm. yeah, it, it's I think it's the 9th of March or something like that. It's been extended to. I might be wrong on that, but it's been extended anyway. And um, he's gonna he's gonna lawyer up and, and fight it to the bitter end. And I, if I just I can't believe that he will be found guilty purely because it's one man's word against another's. I think the reason that the the only reason the FA charged him was to be seen to be doing the right thing and to be taking these allegations seriously in the wake of the Enya Luko affair and they can wash their hands of it by sending it to an independent panel and the independent panel can do the actual proper adjudicating, which is spineless from the FA in my opinion and they've let Rodriguez down and I think it's unfortunately sullied his name. We obviously will wait to see what happens, but I'd be surprised if he was found guilty. Good, good piece, that. Mm-hmm. You get that written down in words. Very interesting. <laughs> I've very already good. written that piece. Oh, OK. <laughs> I was going to say, very, very eloquent. Uh, Simon, uh, Chadley, my best my best bet is he'll be fit for the last three weeks before the end of the season and make the Belgium World Cup squad as usual. Timeline on Morrison and Chadley being fit. Yeah, I mean, this is the problem, isn't it? I, I, I get the impression there's just too many squad members on, you know, 70, 80k a week, happy to pick up their pay packet and not really uh, put the work in. I'm not saying Chadley isn't injured, he is injured but what I mean is that you know, you can see a future where Chadley comes back in mm-hmm. with three weeks to go, gets himself ready for the World Cup and then he plays sparklingly for Belgium you know, against England and <laughs> knocks them out or something like that. <laughs> That'll be just, fabulous. Like, yeah. I, you, know, he's, he's, you have to say, admit, he's been a flop since he's arrived. I mean, he, he played well for the first five games but since then, he's not really done much, and um, you need more from someone of his caliber and of his rec- and you know of his recognition. Albeit, obviously, having an injury probably takes it out of his hands. But then, I don't know. He's, he he did the injury 16 minutes after coming on. Did he warm up properly? Did oh yeah, I don't know. I'm I'm always skeptical with that type of thing. <laughs> um, Hammond out. What slower, Gareth Barry or a slug nail to the floor? <laughs> No comment. <laughs> comment. No comment. First half, I don't know. It'd have been pretty close. Um, da, 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 da. Let's have a look. Any more, any more, any more, any more? Who is go- Jonathan Evans? Good question. Maybe Johnny Evans, maybe. Jonathan Evans. Jonathan Evans. <laughs> <laughs> why, why is the captain getting so much unfair stick? Question as well. Um, who is going to be brave enough to sort this whole situation out and bring a professional attitude to the players? I think that's what Jenkins has been brought in to do. I think but is he short term though, or do you think? Because is this an inter- mm, I think it's uh, I think it's up in the air at the moment. I think he could be here long term. I think he's initially here at the end of the season, but I think he could be here long term. And I think there was a perception, particularly in China, that you know Albion used to be so well run. They used to be um, there was there was you know, there was so little um, sort of chaff that when we you know that went by the mm-hmm. wayside. There was so 
um, streamlined. They got everything. They got most of their decisions yeah. probably right. And um, I mean, it, you could argue it sort of all stems from you know a few years ago when when they started to get um, their head coach appointments wrong. But they used to be well run, and I think that things have just started to loosen up and and playing staff and you know maybe even some of the staff themselves. Are, just got a bit complacent with yeah. their with their Premier League mm. um, uh, position, you know. Oh, we've been here eight years. We're we, we're we're so good at getting forty points. We're, we're guaranteed to do it each year. And they they took their eye off the boil, um, and uh, off the boil, off the ball, boil as well, and off the boil. And they went they went off the boil and took their eye off the ball together. And I think that's why Jenkins is back in. Okay, good stuff. Okay, right. It's been a bit doom and gloom, so we're gonna we're gonna loosen up with a little bit of mini quiz. Mini quiz time, is that okay? Okay, yeah. right, a bit of family fortunes banter. <laughs> As we do. Here we okay, go. Okay, are we ready? So fingers on the buzzers, best of three this are competition. The batteries working? Yeah, the batteries are working. So yeah. we want to there's, test there's our your buzzers. buzzers. There you go, look, it's all working fine. You've got to wait now oh, until the light comes on. <laughs> Come on, boys. So I did that for a reason, you know what I mean? Okay, you ready? Yeah. Okay, fingers on the buzzers. The first question is name the top five. Premier League scorers this season. Mm. Matt Wilson. Harry Kane. Harry Kane Ting! Number one. Would you like to play or pass? Top five. Um, I think I'll play that one. Please play that one. Okay. Mr. Matt Wilson, Harry Kane, four to find. Salah. Salah Ting is number two, 22 goals. Um, Aguero. Aguero Ting, three. One, two, three. 21 goals. Very good. Sterling. Ting! Oh, he's, and he's got he's got two lifelines as well. No, here we go. Here's, here's, here's uh, was that number four? Still, that's number yeah. four. One, yeah, more. one more, one more, one more. Number five. So who's fifth? Have to block block turts out here. Um, oh, I can't think. I can't oh, think. Well, you have to make a mind up. Um, okay, I will go for. Um, I will go for Lukaku. It's not oh. Lukaku. Okay, that's one lifeline gone. So you've got you've got another. Another two, 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 two guesses. You've got another two guesses, yeah, because okay. it's so well. <laughs> I will go for. Uh, it's not Lukaku. Who else plays for the big. Who else plays? Shut Who plays for the big teams? It won't be Arsenal. Another Liverpool player, maybe? Firmino? Oh, I tell you what, fair play. Oh. No, it's not. Oh. <laughs> it's not there, too. So you've got one lifeline left. Turton family, can you confer, please? Make a chance oh. to steal. Oh. Oh. Premier League. Premier League. Oh, I know it is. Ooh. Oh, Premier League winner. He's got a medal, hasn't he? He's won it before. He won't ever win it again. Jamie Vardy. It's Jamie Vardy. <laughs> very good, very good. Wilson, 1-0 up in the game. Excellent news. Okay, fingers back on the buzzers. Number two, it's quick fire this time around. Okay, here we go. Right. Okay. <laughs> Talking about Premier League minutes on the pitch, give me the top six Albion players Premier League minutes this season. Andrew Turton. Right, here we go then. Okay. Well, you've got to give me your guess first. Oh, Foster. Foster uh, is number two on the list. So, Matt Wilson, you've got a chance to steal because you haven't got the. If you get the number one player who scored the, who's played the most Premier League minutes. Okay. Higazi. Higazi uh, is number one. Would you like to play or pass? I Top six. I'll, you pass, I'll pass that. Passing it, passing it to Mr. Andrew Turton. Not got a great record in quizzes um, <laughs> back in the day. No, <laughs> not the old ES football podcast. Yeah. But, but you never know. So, Mr. Turton, you've got four to find. Hit me. Dawson. Mr. Craig Dawson. No. It's not there. Oh, Dawson's he was injured, wasn't he? Dawson's oh. number nine. 1,521 minutes. Hagazi's top, 2,397 minutes. Uh, ben Foster is second, 2,340 minutes. 
We're looking for the next four. Not a great start. <laughs> Rondon. Rondon. <laughs> just misses out seventh. 1,822 minutes. I can't believe that. Rondon, We're still looking at the top serious? four. No, 1,822 minutes. Rondon, seventh. Four. Four to five. <laughs> Think He's carefully. The Wilson Should family are having, a, having an early conference. <laughs> what are we these now? Oh, God. Four players. Uh, I'm going to go for uh, Barry. Oh, he's just there. He's just there. Number six. Okay. 1,858. Scraped in. Ting! All right. um, So you need to find number three, number four, and number five. Premier League minutes this season. I'm going to go for then... Um, Johnny Evans Johnny Evans Ting it's there number four he's had a few injuries as well he's had a few that's what I was worried about 1906 minutes you've got to find number three and number five two more two more that is tricky for me one more wrong and then it's over to Mr Wilson that is a bit tricky two to five number three and number Uh, five uh, hmm one, one's quite surprising, actually. One maybe not so much. All right, um, I'm gonna go for Livermore. Livermore. Oh, ooh, is it there? Uh, it's not there. No, missed out eight. So, uh, Matt sorry. Wilson, you've got a chance to steal and win the quiz. Just get one, one go. Just one go, you are. Just one go. Just one go. So make sure, make sure you select the correct one. Okay. I think I know one. I don't know the other one. Okay. But I got a good guess at the other one. Go on. I think the one that is there is Jay Rodriguez. It is mm. Jay Rodriguez. Matt Wilson wins number three. Ting. One thousand nine hundred seventy-five. Any any suggestions on that? Well, last I was one? wondering whether it was Krakowiak, but he's then... played the least games out of everybody, everybody nearly of, of this top six. I, right, right, I was wondering whether it was Krakowiak, but actually, it's I not. think it might be Gibbs. It is Kieran Gibbs. Uh, it is Kieran Gibbs. Good stuff. Good stuff. Right. We, we don't need to go to a decider this nah. week. The decider was. A shock. <laughs> the decider was. The decider was. You had three minutes to name as many mucks from McDonald's in your side. So Macaulay Mac- yeah. in the Premier uh, League. But, uh, yeah, oh, that we'll save that for next week. Macaulay we'll McLean. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a few mucks from players. MacArthur, McCarthy. But not needed, Matt. You would suit you. Oh, right. Well, I, I wouldn't want it anyway. So. Right. Okay. Um, Huddersfield Town. I mean, look. No draws. No losses. It's win or bust now. Surely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the baggies broadcast this week there's your prediction but I mean you know look like the, the, you need to get four or five wins between now and this season surely Huddersfield at home is where you need to start has to be are they 19th I think I mean if you lose to them and you're no no they won last week didn't they no, no they won Stoke last week uh, Huddersfield are 17th if you lose to them you're 10 three. points behind Huddersfield and I'm, I'm afraid <laughs> yeah. that, that's curtains isn't yeah. it I mean Barring a miracle, I and the problem is, is that I, I've been actually I've been quite confident going into quite a few games recently, such as the Southampton game mm. and the, and even the Brighton game and another mm. game. So I wonder if actually not being confident, which is where I am at the moment, means that they'll they'll do it and they'll turn it on. Mm. Mind you, a lot of the chat in the press room before the the game just gone, mm. the FA Cup game was ah oh, they'll do this now because all the all the. Um, Controversy and all the all the nonsense <laughs> in the week. They'll just turn up and win. That's, that's always what happens. Yeah, and then they lost. <laughs> and then they lost. So <laughs> I, I don't honestly. All bets are off. Anything can happen. I've got no idea how to uh, predict it or preview it. I just think it's a huge, huge game. Mm-hmm. And if they lose, you know, you never know. It could be the end of Pardew. Uh, 
So to, is is this literally make or break now? Yeah, I think it has to be just to oh, get. Has, has that has that gone well, now? I, 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 I fear it may have already gone, but just in terms of getting any sort of momentum built up, and you've got such a big gap. I mean, seven points mm. now. You know, you've got to expect. I mean, uh, you know, it just seems like a lot of teams above us have been getting away with some really, you know, with with some results, and I just can't see where ours are suddenly going to link together mm-hmm. in a sequence of like going unbeaten for three, four, five games. They've got to get back in that pack, don't they? That, yeah. that's, the, that's the that's the first and foremost. Is they've got to get a couple of wins and get. Within t- within three points of of this pack here, yeah. the 28, 27 point people. If yeah. they can get two wins, if they need to win the next, well, they need to win two out of the next three, I would mm. say. And if they can do that, then they're in with a shout. I and mean, then then they can like, okay, well, we're on a run here. We need to spark it. Even then, they're still probably going to be bottom. Yeah. If even if they win yeah. two of the next three, but they need to do that mm. just to just to get themselves, as you'd say, back in amongst mm. contention, just back in the conversation. Because mm. at the moment, they're gone. And, and like you said, you came up with a very good point last week, actually, saying, yes, these next four or five games are the ones that look winnable on paper, but the daunting last three or four could actually work out in Albion's favour if, if teams are looking at, you know, they've already got Champions League football, they've already qualified for whatever they need to do, they've got one eye on the on the World Cup. Those are the sort of sides where you've got someone gunning like Albion who are still trying to, trying to survive. Those, those are the games where they might actually end up picking a couple of wins. Yeah, and I, I like you said, I think I made that point the other day that actually having those big games towards the end, like your Man United and Liverpool, might not be the end of the world um, because it's quite often it towards the end of the season you see shock results because, mm-hmm. as you say, people are calming down. Other, other certain teams are calming down, whereas other teams are like really fighting for their lives. So, I, I mean, obviously every game is an opportunity and there's 11 games left, so you could still there's still 33 points to play for, which when you put it like that, well, you never know. Mm. But my only fear is, like you've mentioned, I think this week as well, have they forgotten any sort of winning mentality? Have they got any sort of you know way to comp- put a performance together that sees a game through? Yeah. I don't know whether I don't know where that is. To be mm. honest, I'm not sure. Um, so, from a team selection point of view, what needs to change? What what, what team would you guys play? Difficult question. Um, very difficult question. I would I. I guess I would probably stick with the team um, the, that Pardew sort of has settled on, which is Gibbs at left back. He was ill at the weekend, so hopefully he'll be he'll be back. Mm-hmm. Um, Evans and Higazi in, in centre back, and Dawson right back with yeah. with I would I mean McLean doesn't deserve to lose his place. So and Brunt has been poor couple in the last the game before that in the Chelsea game. Mm-hmm. So maybe McLean along. Left wing with um, see, I I I, I, I definitely keep Kovac in because he is the one player. I mean that pass for Rondon's goal was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. He is he's got a bit of quality about him. He needs to work on certain aspects of his game. Like, play some feelings as a Gareth Barry, or is that is it too big a game for him to, to play? Is, but is it is it though? Because he's he, played well in, in other he's important played well games. in other games. Uh, maybe maybe I would like to see Field in there. Field and Kovac. I mean Field can sit a bit. He can do that. He can do that sort of screening. Across the back, and Kovac can be the box-to-box man. I don't think that's too mm. bad at this stage. What I mean, what have you got to lose? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I've written teams down here, you know, and it's ended up being the team that they've played week in, week out. Really, mm. with apart from having Morrison in there, obviously, but having Barry and Kovac in. But then I thought, well, what about Phillips? Well, yeah, Phillips. Phillips is Phillips is for me. Phillips is flat to deceive this season. Mm. He looks good. He plays like all this nice 
football, but then when he gets to the when he gets to the final third, he's not that much Phillips last year, is he's he? He's not. No, the he's shots not, off or the crosses off. There's not been enough goals. No, you know, no goals. One assist. Yeah, yeah, you know. I, I think he could be. You know, you never know. He could be in line to to, to lead to I move. The only guy that's got to be in. I think Rodriguez deserves to be recalled and get mm-hmm. you know right from the start. Absolutely, rondon has been doing fantastic, you mm-hmm. know, and I just think yeah, rondon has been consistent under Pardew. Uh, you know, he has been much improved. Mm-hmm. But I think I think you just got to go two up top. Yeah, at the weekend. Okay, good stuff. Right, Turts, I haven't forgotten because you did lose the challenge. You've got to oh, take a bean, no. bean boozle. I did bring him here. So, bean boozle. Bean boozle. You don't, you don't lose to M. Wilson and it's one uh, not get a game. So, you're going to tell people who don't know what I, bean boozle bean is. Bean boozle. We, we did have the bean boozle on the Baggies broadcast earlier. So, basically, you've got two different flavours look identical. One is a nice flavour. Um, such as coconut, but Ooh, it could also lovely. be could also be baby wipes. Blue. So you've got two, you got you got two spins of the wheel. Okay, and we're going to see the what you've got to try. Spun. The wheel has been spun. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. And it is. Oh, is that, oh. which one? Okay, okay, that one. Okay. So we've got. <laughs> so you've got to take a brown. You've got to take chocolate pudding or dog food. Lovely. It's going to be chocolate pudding or dog food. Which one have you gone for? He's eating now. It's the chocolate pudding with the dog food. It's chocolate pudding. Oh, he's got oh. it, he's got it, he's got it. One for one, one more. Let's have a look. Okay, there you go. Spin the wheel. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, what's some of that? So that's the... It's the... Oh, it is. One. It's the coconut <coughs> or baby wipes, a white one. Coconut Beautiful. or baby wipes. Here we go. Yeah. Coconut or baby wipes. What's he got? Is he two for two? Is he two for two or has he got baby wipes? He's got baby wipes. He's got baby wipes. Mm. Happy days. Enjoy oh, that. Oh, oh, Enjoy that. those pampers. Delicious. <laughs> <laughs> right, predictions. Saturday, gents. Uh, I'll start first before we go to the two experts. Um, I'm going to say it's going to be West Bromwich Albion 1, Salomon Rondon, Huddersfield Town 0. Back oh, to winning ways. Back, back to winning ways. ways. I'm playing two. I'm playing Dawson and Higazi in my fantasy league at the back oh, as well. Wow. So, uh, I, need a clean sheet. I need a clean sheet. Turts? I'm gonna say that it'll be another glorious draw. I oh, think <laughs> it'll be another one of those where we battle back and get a one-one. Sadly, oh shit, Matt Wilson. Uh, uh, I, initially, I felt like it was gonna be a draw, um, but I'm gonna go with you, Nate. I think Ooh. I think they'll I think they'll win this one just to give us all that glimmer of hope <laughs> before they take it away from us. Spectacularly. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Gents, thank you very much for coming on. I know you're both very busy people. Uh, from Turts, from Matt, from myself. Come on, you baggies. Three points against Huddersfield. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>